live from your headphones. It's Heffron and Reap. Number one then, and number one now. You're listening to Heffron and Reap. Heffron and Reap. Rated number one podcast by the World Podcasting Federation and the Podcast Ranking Association. No, for real, it says it right here. Go to heffronandreap.com for tour dates and great links. Hey, did you get that? It's heffronandreap.com. Go there now. Is the epicenter of audio frequency entertainment. I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> Can't get enough of it. Oh, yeah. You guys are the best. Heffron and Reap. I love you, love you, love you. The Heffron and Reap Show. Yes, and let's get let's plug some tour dates. I'm going to be in Cartersville, Georgia. That's right outside of Atlanta. The Grand Theater, March the 2nd. And then from there, I'm going to Birmingham, Alabama at the Stardome, March 8 through 9. And then Fort Worth, Texas, March 15 through 16. Uh, and then I'm going to go to Virginia Beach. Haven't been there in a while. Virginia Beach uh, at the Funny Bone. That will be April 5 through the 7th. And then it's and then I'm doing like a whole Tennessee thing. I'm going to be in Nashville in April. I'm going to be in Chattanooga, and I'm going to be in Knoxville. And all those are in April. Check them out. Your turn. Nice. Uh, this week I'm at the Pittsburgh Improv, and then March 14th through the 16th I'll be at Comedy Works in Denver, and then March 21st through the 24th I will be in Cincinnati. At the Funny Bone that's actually in Newport, Kentucky. I, I, I don't know why they do that, but that's what it's called. And then April uh, 4th through the 6th, San Jose. I will be up in your busy up um, at the Improv there. And then May 2nd through the 5th. I noticed I didn't say any other dates in April because that's when my stepdaughter is graduating from the Air Force Academy. Nice. And I have to make sure that I have all those weeks off because nobody will tell me the actual date. Wait, she's already graduating? Uh, She leaves, but it's six to eight weeks. And then, you know, as a comic, you need to book stuff in advance. And then I've asked everybody, can somebody please tell me? So no one has. So I took the entire month of April off, which I probably need. Yeah, so, dude. So that's okay. So uh, now we're all the way up in May. I'll be at the Orlando Improv May 9th through the 12th. And then right before that, May 2nd through the 5th, as I was saying, I'm at the Kansas City Improv. But don't forget, you can always go to heiferinandreet.com, click on our shows, and then all of our dates uh, that we have or coming up are all there in months and months in advance. But for the purpose of these podcasts, we only give a few. So yeah. There, so there you go. Have your shows been? I, I I gotta say, each week that I'm someplace, um, I'm getting more and more people saying that they uh, listen to the podcasts and, yeah. and, and and they're fans. I'm really starting to notice that uh, all of our hard work, John Reap, is starting to pay off because people mm. are into it. Yeah, uh, they give some input, you know. Um, because I always ask, I'm like, so do you guys like the trivia? Like, what do you like about it? <laughs> um, you know, and I get different differing responses you know yeah i'm getting a lot of people come up to me after the show saying they're, they're listeners so that's good we're growing um i'll even talk about it on stage i'll go like uh, how many people here listen to podcasts and like 
I don't know, maybe like five people will raise their hand. <laughs> and I'll go, listen, it's a free radio show. <laughs> I have to almost explain what a podcast is sometimes to my fans. I think it's love. It's like they, they just have like real nine to five type jobs, like blue collar type jobs, but it's not an office. So they're not right. really lis listening to things in an office. So it's going to be hard to get the hardcore re peeps to listen. So it's weird. I almost have like two sets of fans. I've got the podcast fans and I've got like, you know, the stand up fans. It's, it's, yeah. I'm the same way. Like people who are, are fans of me. Um, a lot of them, when I say, do you guys listen to podcasts? I get, no, you know, are, are <laughs> yeah. they okay? Like, you know, I've got 10 <laughs> kids and a job. I work 70 hours a week. How do I uh, listen? Yeah. And then my sell on us is, well, here's the deal. We don't overly ramble. We kind of have specifics that we're talking about, mm -hmm. and it's usually only 50 minutes, right. so you can commit to that. So a lot of yeah. people, you know, and we get a lot of like, um, you know, third shift workers. I get a lot of uh, people who, you know, yeah, who, who I, I, you know, it's weird. I think podcasts have now what maybe the generation ahead of us, like our parents, or even you know, a little bit older. No, I would say our parents. Our parents listen to are the dudes. To a lot of like AM radio, there's a moment yeah. where you listen to like <laughs> news talk and you have to listen. Oh, it's to so it. funny you say that because I was just home visiting uh, my folks. I did two shows in North Carolina, and uh, one of them was real close to my, where my parents live, so I stayed with them instead of a hotel. I just stayed with my folks, and every time I go what's home, that like? By, by the way, now put a thing in there. When I stay with my parents, how how quick do you revert to? feeling like you're 12 or, or like like 13 like immediately soon, as soon as i walk in the door uh because my mom makes like my favorite food uh chicken pan pie not chicken pot pie it's chicken pan pie right it's a, little, a little crispier um and she's always got like there's diet sun drops we've got some cheer wine all the what's diets what's a diet sun drop do you don't know what a sun drop is no idea oh <laughs> you're missing out Sundrop. By the way, uh, I got a lot of response last week. I know I'm all over. Um, I'm putting my wristbands on for those of you listening right now. So, <laughs> so this podcast is about to get real. Oh, I'm not okay. wearing a hat though. Um, I'm gonna okay. have a wristband. So, sundrops. Sundrop is like Mountain Dew uh, times ten. Okay, it's uh, it's a southern treat. And now, have you, have you heard of cheer wine? Nope. Cheer wine is like a Dr Pepper, but more. Uh, more cherry flavored. It's just every, I think it's like they're both sweeter, and and uh, the Sundrop has more citrus in it. I but think some people. I grew up on that stuff. That and sweet tea. It's it's weird to me when I go somewhere. I mean, not anymore because I'm used to it. But when I first left North Carolina to go tour around, and they didn't have Sundrop, and people like you would go like, "What the hell is a Sundrop?" You know, some you know, with all the different type of. Uh, can you hear that? If you heard Velcro, that's heard me. I'm, I'm putting on Velcro wristbands. Oh I God. enjoy wearing wristbands. I've even moved them up to, like, those my are huge. forearms. I Wait, know. Those are more than wristbands, dude. What is that? That looks like a... These are actually... like a sock. These are actually weightlifting bands. I just like stuff on my wrist because, I don't know. See? You're like Michael Jackson. Do you feel it better now? Um, <laughs> I think people with all the five-hour energies and all the different type of, you know, stuff you can take to give you energy... I think sometimes people forget about the power of the Mountain Dew. 
Oh yeah, Mountain Dew has a lot <laughs> like, of caffeine in it. Like, Sun Drop is the same, but it's a little bit more citrusy, and it has, I think, even more caffeine. I might be wrong about that. I'm not sure. Did you ever but have to me, Jolt? It's more energy. Yeah, I remember Jolt. That was like all sugar and caffeine. Yeah, Jolt was like the first kind of like yeah, energy before Red Bull ever existed. Jolt yeah. was what I was afraid to drink. Jolt. Yeah, I think a lot of parents were like, "No, you can't have Jolt." Like, I bet you there was even news stories about Jolt being <laughs> yeah, someone ODing on Jolt. Be, Jolt being bad i remember for wrestling that there's a couple guys they would drink literally like uh, a two liter of jolt before they went and wrestled oh my that God. was back when you were like 17 or 15 yeah. even where you could when you drink. didn't even need it though i mean you're at such a young age you you have that stuff naturally just think if lance armstrong drank jolt oh there you go oh by the way i just heard something uh feedback just to let you know what wait, wait, wait. you heard uh, feedback just now yeah i'm hearing myself Oh, I thought you meant like feedback on our podcast. No, 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 no. But you mean I, like static. I don't hear anything. Okay, perfect. Well, my wife has the blender going in the kitchen, so maybe that's what you heard. Um, By the way, those of you listening, me and uh, uh, John Reap were not physically next to each other because we found a way that uh, we can Skype it, and it yeah. sounds, you know, kind of as good. And if we look at the camera, then living in Los Angeles, this saves maybe 45 minutes of driving time. Gas. Uh, Tire wear, stress. Uh, and also the stress of I don't know how your wife is, but when I said me and Reaper are going to do a podcast, he's going to come over, it, it turned into a thing about that the house not being acceptable. Right. And right. now she's going to have to clean if you're coming over. So and, this and then bypass it just, all that with this right here. It's it, just, perfect. it just makes it easy because the, the internet, uh, uh, you don't have to pick up the internet to record. Right, so and I, I, wa I want to get back to your thing, though, because you were saying when you go to your parents' house and you yes. stay there, uh, I think you started this with, like, uh, I was gonna ask you about old music or something, right? I was going to ask you, do you uh, how fast, because I was at my parents' house last week, and it's just, uh, I sometimes think, maybe this is just me being uh, a, a, a baby, but I sometimes, uh, I think I sleep better. I think I, for some reason I think you sleep better. Now this yeah. is weird coming from a forty-year-old knowing your parent is actually in the house because yeah. that's some old school reassurance that the world's gonna. You know what I mean? Or yeah, no? I would like to. I would. Well, you know, maybe I do, but I don't. I can't, well, I don't because my dad is the loudest snorer on the face of the planet. He snores so loud that. My mom has to sleep in another bedroom when they sleep and have, like, sound effects playing and then the earplugs, you know. And so it's hard. It's harder to sleep in my my parents' house. Than, uh, I, well, I'm sleep, on the road or something. I can sleep real good. Do you sleep in the same room? That I, you sleep in the, I sleep in my bedroom that I grew up in, and it's hilarious because none of the pictures have changed. There's, like, an old picture of me from high school with some friends. There's uh, my diploma still on the wall. I've got one of this picture of me, my high school football uh, senior picture, where it's just a solo. I'm on one knee. I'm wearing shoulder pads that are meant for someone eight times bigger than me. Right. Uh, my haircut is like a bowl red haircut. The field that we played football on is basically a cow pasture that the grass has died on. Right. And I'm just trying to look cool, and I had one of those, like uh, – those pads that go around your neck, you know, that no one wears anymore. But back in the 90s, everyone wore like a neck pad right. that made it look like you were had a, your collar popped up or something. Um, and I was just trying to look really cool, but I look ridiculous because the shoulder pads. Now, they're, they're made, the, is yeah. that the same mattress that you, no. you, you slept in? So it's not the same. Not the same bed physically, same room with the same pictures on the wall, but not the same bed, no. 
They've upgraded since then. I would think the bed, though, would maybe bring back some, like, memories. Usually you? probably alone fantasizing memories that you maybe <laughs> haven't thought about in a while. Well, I don't need the actual mattress to do that. Oh, perfect. perfect. <laughs> well, do you – now, do, when you go home, does your parents have Wi-Fi? Uh, yeah, but my parents have uh, – I, I don't know if parents get different Wi-Fi than us, but it's literally almost AOL 1997 <laughs> dial-up. Because oh. <laughs> my, my parents, my parents live on a farm with a bunch of horses that they don't get, they don't have cable, and they have satellite, but they also they can't get internet where they live, so they have oh, so okay. they have Wi-Fi cards that we got them, but it's literally is there a thing as one G because that's what it is. It's not even five G. It's like yeah. literally like like one G. It's kind of frustrating when I go home to get on the Wi-Fi, you know, uh, because I'll go, hey, Dad, what's the uh, Wi-Fi password? Now, if, I, if you were to come to my house and ask me that, I would have you that password in probably uh, 60 seconds, 60 to 90 seconds. Right. When you ask your parent for the Wi-Fi password, it's, that's going to be about 25, 30 minutes. Right. Um, we're going to go find it. It's and it's the also, and then it's also whatever the default password yeah. was. It's so, like, so it's, it's like long. It's like fifteen uh, letters, fifteen <laughs> numbers that make no. It's like seventy five six five A B twelve twenty five. It's like a serial a, number. You yeah. can change this. Yeah, you can change it to my name, parents. Yeah. parents. Nobody. You can literally change. change <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you have a dog? What was that dog's name? You can literally change it to that. It doesn't that, have to be. I the know default. they will never change it. They will never change it. It will be that forever. Uh, but I finally got the password and was able to get on uh, Wi-Fi. Do your parents uh, do you get to go to bed at whenever you want, or do you still kind of? I do, but now I have to be quiet because my mom, you know, she's a light sleeper, so I can't do what I would do at my house is just stay up till three in the morning with the TV blaring, watching late night television if I feel like it. I, you know, I gotta. I gotta tone it down a little bit. What about you? Well, we'll keep it we'll keep it clean here. But do you hit uh, if you're at your parents' house? Do you still accidentally fall upon an adult site on on the internet? Hmm. To be that, tru- should or- I be truthful or should I? Because I know. But here's the thing. My dad listens to this podcast. And by adult sites, I mean you know some ones that give you deals on tires, and you know I mean some four hundred one k sites is what I was talking about. Uh, almost, I don't because I feel weird about it. So no, so so you hit no financial sites while you're there because you don't want to think about money. You just no. want to think I'm with my parents. I got you. I would be so afraid right. if I actually did look up an adult uh, website that I would fall asleep and my dad would come in the room. Oh, and yeah. see it there because my dad, he's an ex-cop, so he he, uh, knows, he, knows. he snoops around a lot. So if I leave my bedroom to go to the car, he's, he's in that room looking under the – he's just looking for stuff. He's going to see if – he wants to see if you're on the pot. <laughs> I think so. I think so. So uh, last week was the debut of your, your show, uh, Are You Faster Than a Redneck? Yeah. What yeah. was your uh, – one, are they going to do another episode? You did a whole series, right? We shot eight episodes. So in we need days. to get everybody on, on board. This wasn't a one-off. This was a this is a series genre yeah. show. So if you haven't checked it out already, check out. Are you faster than? Are you getting? Uh, uh, do you have any numbers on how the? Um, no, but I, we were the number two trending topic on Twitter uh, Friday night uh, uh, during the trucks race in Daytona. So that's a huge accomplishment to be number two on Twitter. Um, so I, I, the feedback I'm getting is just stuff on Facebook and on Twitter. 
I would say 95% of the people love it so far. Um, what are the people – who are the people who don't like what, what, uh, the people what who the don't negatives? love it are people who love – because this show is very one-sided. I, I'm, I'm giving the opinion of I hate foreign import cars, okay. and it's all about American-made muscle cars, USA, uh, Bruce Springsteen playing in the background, all this stuff. So people who drive import cars mm-hmm. – like don't like me because I am obviously not a fan of what they drive. So that's the negative feedback. It's people who love import cars are the ones that are like, ah, this guy sucks. I hate this show. You, I, my my uh, my Lexus could break down your Camaro any day. That kind of stuff. It's not really personal. It's more about the cars, which is fine. <laughs> I understand that. Which is all you know. It's me weird for me coming from Detroit when my whole life growing up was you didn't have anything but American cars. Like I remember if you went to the mall and somebody had like a Toyota that yeah. that you would literally see the window smashed out. This was like, <laughs> this was 70s, 80s in Detroit, right. but that's wow. literally – so I still have a lot of that. Like I feel weird buying a import car just for that reason. Um, Even yeah. though now we know a lot of them are built here and blah, 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 blah. So there's that case, right. but still, well, but that's definitely – that, no, that's and that's how these rednecks think on the show. Um, these I call them my mullet mafia. The stable of guys who have these uh, Camaros. We got a couple Camaros. We got a, a Trans Am that looks just like the Bandit car on Smoking the Bandit. That thing is badass. Um, awesome. Kenny Kenny Wallace, who was a NASCAR, an ex NASCAR driver and now a commentator for Speed Network, came on as a celebrity redneck and raced against a Lamborghini in the first episode and beat the Lamborghini in a Bandit Trans Am. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, and it was hilarious because we uh, we didn't. And, they, and, and on the show, they legitimately they the, they yeah. race. The we're races not, are real. We're not uh, we're not fake like Storage Wars pickers uh, or any of those shows. Right. No, yeah, this, you guys uh, race, race, and whatever. One hundred percent real. The only thing that might be fabricated is not is just how I'm playing up the redneck card. Like I'm just really going over the top with the hillbilly stuff. Right. Right. But that's what they wanted. And uh, that's the name of the show. And that's the name of the show, Are You Faster Than a Redneck? So I'm playing into that a little bit, and I do have that side to me. Uh, give me a couple beers, and it'll come right out. But um, that is – Which is probably less – not as fabricated as like – have you watched Duck Dynasty? I don't – know. Everyone loves that show. No. They how can they love it? Because that also is one of those shows that drive me crazy and just where I think it's the fakeness. And you know what I mean? Hey, right. we're, we're – we're so I've seen clips of it, yeah. and it seems to me like the old man is the best one on there, the funniest one. Those the, those shows kill me. Yeah, it, it's I, so it's so overproduced. But anyway, that's a whole. I gotta grow a beard. We just have to grow beards, John. That's uh, yeah. So that's just me be, being bitter about television. Well, we, the show. I mean, it's we had uh, Kenny Wallace come on and he it beat a Lamborghini. Uh, in the next episode, the, there's they've aired two so far. In the third episode, Bo Duke from Dukes of Hazard comes on as a celebrity. What? Rep. Yeah, yeah. Does he, does he drive like the General Lee-ish type car? I'm not going to tell you what he drives. Okay. Uh, uh, wait, but, Bo, wait, uh, Bo and Luke Duke, like, uh, which, was John, he, John Wolpe? Oh, John no, the, the blonde dude. The blonde one, yes. Yeah, he, he that's them also Dukes. Su- Them su- Dukes, them Dukes. I saw an interview with that guy on CMT, uh, the guy who played Roscoe Pico Train. Mm-hmm. And God, that guy was great. He is so good. In the interview, he he basically told you how he came up with the. 
Because he would be like, uh, that's how he used to like hit a granddaughter or something that he would try to make laugh, and he would like try to tickle her. He'd go, "I'm gonna get you, go 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 get you," <laughs> like that. And he just said, "Well, I'm just gonna use that uh, in this character." I was like, "That is genius." But if you, I grew up on that show. I love that show. I still like, like I used to have the General Lee card, this plastic thing I would get at Kmart. It was like a yeah. perfect size. It wasn't like a little. It wasn't a Matchbox car. It was like this perfect size that almost my like Spider-Man and Batman action figures, I could almost stick into the car. Right. This is back when kids, when you play toys, um, copyright-wise, you could mix and match. So you could have characters that weren't, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I would put them in there. You put He-Man in there. Yeah, yeah, cause then, and you didn't care. So And then I would take that General Lee car, and I would ramp. But then as it was like mid-air, I'd, I'd, I'd always sing to myself, and then I'd have it flip. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because that's what they'd always do. You know, making your way. And then they'd go to commercial. To this day, when I'm driving around Los Angeles, and you got to be aggressive in this town. You can't right. just passively make your way into a lane. You just got to take it, you know? So anytime I do something where I hit the gas real hard and I go around a car or I do some crazy move, I always make the Dixie noise. I go, I always do that out loud. Right. People, my wife is like, what are you doing? It's like, that's that's a generally Dixie horn. You know, I had, to, I had to make a crazy move right there. I needed a soundtrack to go with it. Yeah, uh, you, you, you notice, like, if you go, um, this is, I I guess there are two ways that I would I always would say it. You'd go, this is, uh, wait, uh, who are we talking about? Bo Duke. Duke's a hazard. No, no the, the cop. A Roscoe Peacock. And then the other guy who said it was, uh, what's his face from Smokey and the Bandit? No, oh. from Smokey and the Bandit. He'd go, this is Sheriff Buford T. Justice. Justice. <laughs> yeah. We he stole that movie, man. He was the best one we in We got to start saying our names like that, though, because both of those sound like, yeah. like, what's, like what's, your, what, what's your middle name? David. So, like, so maybe we start the podcast with, like, Hey, welcome to Heaven Read Podcast, and then you you have to come up with a way of saying your name <laughs> like John that. So, yeah, you're. This is John David Reed. No, no, that needs work. I have to think about that. Everybody, this is John Robert Heffrey. No, see, Robert? I can't. Yeah, it's Robert, but I can't. But it doesn't sound as like Sheriff Buford T. Justice or Roscoe. Go, yeah, he hit that. Go. He bit that part pretty good. We'll have to work uh, on that for the next podcast is how we're going to say our name differently. Maybe what we could do, John, is uh, on our website, if you go to Heffern and Reap, you can leave us a voicemail. I would love to hear how people think we should uh, say our names in such a, uh, a way like, you know, to copy those guys. Like, how should we say it? You leave us a voicemail, and we'll know how to do it. We'll just copy you. Yeah. If it's good. Yeah. Everybody yeah. needs a hook. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we um, but I'll tell you this to get back to uh, John Schneider. Uh, he... Came on and raced as uh, this season out of eight episodes, only two celebrities come on Kenny Wallace and, you know, Bo Duke. Bo Duke is, uh, uh, I will say he's a great actor, not so much of a good driver. Really? You know, because like on the show, he wasn't the one jumping that General Lee over the creek. That wasn't him, that was stunt drivers, Wait, you know? What? That's crazy talk. <laughs> so, have you tried to watch that show as an adult, by the way? Like you were caught one? Yeah, you know what? And it's uh, I I've watched that, and then I've watched, let's say, like a Three's Company. Yeah. And then you go, wow, this was the one thing that everybody watched that thought was hilarious. When it's I know. it's the it's... same episode every. There's a misunderstanding <laughs> between the roommates, and it's like literally, 
Yeah. But it's, it's funny. Like you watch it now as an adult, I just kept thinking like, this is dumb. Uh, <laughs> as a kid, I loved it. But now I'm like, it's basically a cartoon with people. You know, it's but, just like, that's all it was. It was like a cartoon with actors. Yeah. It's no different than like an iCarly or, or any of that stuff now, I guess. Right. Right, but nowadays that. that show would be straight to Disney or Nickelodeon, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's it's going good. A lot of good feedback on the show. I was in Daytona uh, at the Daytona 500. Were you uh, there for when uh, the big crash happened? I was there. Yes, I wasn't in the track when that happened. I was in a golf cart being uh, in the in. No, I wasn't in the infield. I was in a golf cart uh, in the outfield. Um, going to another radio interview I had to do, and I, I just heard everybody go, oh, like right. that. So I missed it, and I saw it, in the, but it was crazy wreck, dude. They haven't had something like that in a long time. Like that car, there was a bunch of cars that crashed, but the big, the, the, the scary part was one car smashed head on into the fence, and the engine came out of the car and got lodged in the fence. Wow. And its tire flew up into the, over the fence into the stands. There were like 18 people injured. Two of them were critically injured. One was a kid. And oh. now I heard that they're going to be, uh, there's actually some lawsuits that are trying to be uh, uh, made, you know, still in NASCAR and stuff. But they, they go out of the way to try and make it as safe as possible. But you can't, when those cars are going 200 miles an hour, uh, you can't predict h- how they're going to wreck. And, and it's, you know, it's crazy. But luckily, no one, was, no one died. Right. Know? So it could have been way worse. But uh, it was weird. I was actually uh, the trucks race. I was uh, I was an honorary um, NASCAR official, and they actually uh, I got to ride in a, in a pace car uh, that starts the truck race. Right. And ha- have you ever been on a track, a racetrack? No, it's insane. It's never been. It is insane. I have a video of it. Maybe I'll put it on the website uh-huh. uh, of me uh, in the pace car. They start – they basically start the race. At first, they go like one lap, like 65 miles an hour, and it's like you can't even tell you're moving. Right. And then the dude, out of nowhere, you go like, well, what are we doing now? He's like, uh, 125. <laughs> like we're going 125 miles an hour. It doesn't feel like it. But these, these tracks, they have the, their banks, so you're not going straight. You're going sideways, and that's just a scary, scary thing because – you think at any moment the car is just going to flip over. Right, right, right. But you go so fast, you know, the centrifugal force just keeps you there. But it's uh, it's an experience, man. You should totally uh, try and do it. And I didn't get to do the F-16, dude. I was supposed oh, yeah. to be like – because John called and said, hey, I got an offer to go up in the air on an F-16. Would, yeah. I, do, would I do it? And then we had that discussion. Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, have you puked before? Because that's what you definitely would do. Right. And then Everyone, did yeah. you just decide you didn't want to do it? Or no, did you I, go, or I decided did they, I, I or, wanted to do it. Uh, right. I filled out all the paperwork, but the problem was I couldn't get a doctor's note in time. Um, my doctor, who I've only seen maybe three times, yeah. you know, who doesn't even know me really. Right. Like I, I called her up. I'm like, hey, can I get a doctor's note saying I can fly in an F-16? She goes, no, I haven't <laughs> seen you in over a year. I don't know what you look like. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, good point. Um, and we couldn't find a, a doctor in Daytona uh, in time to get the note. So I uh, unfortunately did not get to go into F-16. You should have gave him one. And then it would been funny if it was one of, you know, from one of those pot doctors around here where they would look at you and go, did your pot doctor actually give you 
a note. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because around Los Angeles, there's all these doctor's offices where yeah. you can go get medical marijuana. So you should have just called up one of them and go, listen, I've never seen you before, yeah. uh, but I need a note to go uh, in an F-16. And here's $100. <laughs> and here's 100 bucks, and then you would have got it. So Yeah, yeah totally. Well, uh, maybe uh, if there's a season two, maybe I can have that opportunity again. But uh, – yeah, yeah look at yeah, because you had you had that one show, and then you have uh, you faster than a, a redneck, and then we saw each other what yesterday uh, after my I yeah. from Washington D.C. Which, by the way, thank you to everybody in Washington D.C. who came out to my shows. It was my first time at that club, all sold out. Uh, nice, amazing, amazing shows. What club? Uh, at, the, at the Improv. I oh, walked nice. around Washington D.C. Uh, and did touristy stuff. Went to the White House. Went and saw the room that Lincoln died in. Went to the Ford's Theater. I did like that type of stuff. Really? Yeah, it's it kind of interesting. Yeah, I would have told you. Real interesting. Uh, and then I had to fly back to Los Angeles for an audition um, that both of us were going on. Thanks to John Herfron, uh, <laughs> I was invited to an audition. Um, because uh, you, you called me a while back and said, hey, there's a, there's a, a show that the History Channel is right. wanting to produce, and uh, he, the guy that you were interviewing with or auditioning with mentioned my name or you mentioned my name, and he liked the podcast. And he's, he's like, you guys have great chemistry on the podcast. So uh, I'd love to get you guys both together and, and uh, come in. And uh, we did that, and we did not get to audition together. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of weird. Like, yeah. we, we show up in this room, and we'll leave out all the details of the show because it's probably not ours to talk about, but... There was like it, it was kind of cool because we ran into ten comics that we yeah. haven't that we haven't seen in a while. Yeah, and one non-comic who was hilarious. Who that guy will get it. They wanted comics, but there's this particular guy that I would see him and I go, I would cast that guy in a second. In a second, because he's a real deal. And for this show, which we can't tell you what it's about, this guy was perfect. He's a contractor. He's a he's a he's a, a hands-on. He builds things. You know, um, how funny was it? Did you? I actually have a video. I'm going to post this. That guy was like threatening to kick everybody's ass like every five seconds. Like, yeah. we're, like, do you remember that? Like, someone would say like, "Well, when I, when I was younger, I used to take my balls out and put it in my buddy's forehead." And he goes, "Man, if you did that to me, I would kick your ass." Yeah, yeah. He like, like he, he kept saying like, "I would kick your ass." Like, yeah, almost, he would even do it to like uh, Brian Callen was there. He was like a tough guy. Like, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, it was interesting. He, I have a video. I'll put this on the website too. Do you have the thing he did with his muscle? Did you see this guy? Now yeah. we're talking about a guy that we we, we don't. Everyone's like, who, who the hell are you talking about? But I don't know if we, if we should even if we're speaking. Uh, term. I so. like I, I like the guy. I got his number. Uh, his he's uh, Adam Carolla's childhood friend, and he has a podcast with Adam Carolla called Ace on the House. His name is Ray. Old Haffer, or old, I'm not how you pronounce his last name, um, but hilarious, just a hilarious dude. But um, I have a video of him arm wrestling Brian Callen. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm not, you know, just go to the website, go to heffernandreap.com to see what happened. And he does a weird thing with his arm, he takes his shirt did, off. Did you get the, did you, did you have video of him doing that weird thing with his arm? Yeah. yeah I got oh, that. you got that? Yeah, I got that. The arm wrestling and that thing. I got it. We'll put it up on the website. That's yeah. That's pretty amazing what the guy does. He yeah, does yeah. a he does a thing where he, I don't know. He made like a he grabs his muscle and then he you have to see the video. And I know you're like John. You're you're the worst explainer ever. But I can't describe what happens to his arm. I don't even know he, how you even say it. The guy came wearing like a a, sw a V neck sweater. 
I would like and to then, be as confident as that guy. He and, just seems like well, one wait, of those pink shorts. I'm pretty sure they were pink shorts. Yeah. And then like Chuck Taylors, and then just some glasses, and then like uh, he, he when they were arm wrestling, he took his sweater off, and he, the dude's got guns, and he grabs his. He grabs like his real muscles, not I go to the gym and I do curl muscles. Right, like, muscles like I work like, nine. I work from seven in the morning till nine o'clock at night with my arms. Yeah, like every muscle in the arm has been worked out by accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a that's long just, time. That's actually, you know, like CrossFitters, like, well, this is good, you know, in case you ever want to carry bricks. Well, this guy carries bricks. <laughs> yeah, this guy's carrying bricks. Yeah, yeah, he's doing basically box get, jumps because he's falling off a roof and has to make it on. It's he's not. He's basically yeah. getting paid. To work out, yeah, because uh, he's what because what his job is. But dude, that guy's forty nine, and I wish I had those muscles. And it was weird that the, the interview w- was a little weird um, in a sense where it's all comics, and then so I went in there going, "Oh, th- you know, there's probably." And then you, we saw ten people that were all almost identical. Yeah, there was yeah. definitely there's definitely a lot of uh, clones where you're yeah. like, yeah, well, that's what happens when you go to auditions. You know, for me anyway, it's like yeah. you get. Uh, lumped into a category, so everyone, when you get there, everyone's wearing like a plaid shirt, right. you know. And so I try not to wear the plaid shirt. Um, it was yeah, there fun- was a lot of plaid shirts. We were the only ones without the plaid shirts. Basically, one guy had the crazy, crazy long curly mullet. Yeah. Uh, one guy had a, a mustache like with a Yosemite Sam mustache that came down the Fu Manchu type thing. Yeah. Um, John Caparillo came. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I hadn't seen him in a while, and you know, I, I like to think we're friends. He came and uh, said, "Hey," I talked to him briefly, and then I got called in to do my audition. Yeah. And then I came back, and he was gone. I just figured he had went into the audition, and then someone goes like, "Yeah, Cap just split." Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He, he was there maybe five minutes and, and left. He must. Uh, there's only way to do that. He must have like looked at all of us and went, "If these guys are auditioning, the show is shit." <laughs> right. <laughs> or we were just so powerful that he was like, oh, you know what I mean? I'm not going to. Or it could have been like, okay, this is where I'm going to have to sit for four hours. Because it was one of those long auditions where you could be there from one to like five. Yeah. And we're in Venice Beach. And he does. He lives in Calabasas, I think. Yeah. And traffic at five is just to say, I bet you it was all that combined into one. He's like, I'm out of here. Yeah. So I did. So we did that uh, audition. And then I came home last night. And then. I rented. I know this podcast is is kind of all over the place, but it's okay. That's some of the feedback that I'm getting when we. Well, talk before you go on to that, I want to say this. We'll we'll, we'll finish this audition uh, thing. Oh yeah. Um, John Heffern was nice enough to include me in on this thing, uh, which I thought was hilarious because after I got included in, I was getting more info about it than you were. Yeah, yeah. And My so agents I, and managers, nobody was letting me know what the deal was. <laughs> I, was I was basically forwarding all the info to John, uh, and then we got there, and I went. I was the first guy to go in. Basically, it was called a chemistry test. So yeah. me. I almost showed up in a lab coat and goggles, right. but it's not that kind of chemistry. It's more about do you how do you get along with other people. So, me, Ray, and another guy, a comic, we all go and we sit down in front of a camera and they ask us questions and they see how funny we are and naturally and how we get along. So I was the first one to do that, and I came back out and then I was like, it was funny because you know you don't get the part. When they come up to you, and they, and you're supposed to be there till five o'clock, and you know there are other things that you're supposed to do, like how to light a grill and yeah, all this yeah. other stuff. And he goes like, "Hey guys, um, 
Yeah, John, Craig, and Rob, come over. Okay, um, you guys. Okay, so we think we have enough video. Uh, of, of, uh, we got a good grasp on what you guys are. So, um, thank you. Uh, you are free to go. <laughs> and it's weird when you do those because you know you're in a room for talent out of the comics, and everybody knows what just happened to you. Yeah. Well, Craig, look, like it was like, well, that's it. We didn't get it, right? Just say it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because all of us are seasoned enough to know yeah. that you yeah. have to audition for a billion things to get one. It's not, you yeah. know. I actually thanked him because I was like, thank you, because now I can leave. You could have just kept me here till five for no reason, but you know right now I'm not going to get it, and you let me go. Thank you. Now I'll beat that five o'clock traffic. Yeah, I, I, I had a weird uh, – so then, then you left, and then I went in there. Um, and then, and then I had a weird moment and it was one of those, like when you're auditioning for stuff, you're like, should I play that a little bit differently? And then the same conversation happened to me almost, you know, instantly. Well, John, we had to, we, we feel we have enough. <laughs> Thank right. you. And then meanwhile, like, you know, Callan's going in 700 times. Right. Right. You know what I mean, so it's kind of, yeah, yeah kind of, I'm surprised Callan was there. I almost got, I, I, I think I kind of got heckled. Through the, with the casting guy, why I was doing it, which was an odd thing, which also, you know, to show you, even if you've been around for a while and you're used to auditioning, that sometimes you can still get thrown off. Yeah. What happened? I don't, uh, we were doing a thing where we had to, we were talking about different beers in the proper way to pour beer. So I was given my opinion, but the guy also knew I, I don't drink. Right. But I have experience pouring beer, and I have experience drinking. So halfway as I'm pouring, I'm giving my opinion, right? Because, mm -hmm. And then he goes, but you don't drink. And then so that kind of threw me off because I was like, yeah, but I, I, I completely – I, I could have finished my story, and that's irrelevant yeah. to this thing. So I almost felt like I was, I was like heckled during yeah. – because like in his brain – he was just thinking, well, he doesn't drink, then I therefore don't think he knows how to pour a beer, which – so th that's that threw me off a little, and then I was asked to leave. It's almost like he threw you under the bus a little bit. A know? little. I, because I, you I, confided I in them like, guys, I don't drink. I don't uh, – well, I just wanted I to let him know that I wasn't yeah. – you know, if I do drink again, it's not going to be at, a, <laughs> at an audition. You know what I mean? That's not how I'm going to do it. You know what right. I mean? And I've just chose for whatever reason. I just uh, – uh, you know – I just don't feel like dr drinking, and I have a magic moment when I'm going to do it again. And it wasn't when this audition was, but he, right. he, him, he was in his head, and boy, he didn't let that go. And it was one moment of this, you know, this thing. So I'm like, oh, really, really? Yeah. So who yeah. knows? That's kind of so. I like they probably it. like watch. I get it, by the way. Watch, you know. But I, but yeah. Right. That'd be funny if we both get it, <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking about how bad we were. Um, yeah. So. It's so. Weird. Well, what time did you get out of there? Uh, for like four thirty, five, and then oh, and so then you I, get traffic. Yeah, probably. and I was in D.C. the night before, so I got there, and then I got home, and then I just needed that moment to like chill at home. So I, I caught up on Gold Rush. I don't know. Do you ever watch that show? I, no, I hate all the go the whole season. They were like, and somebody hits the mother load, and then at the end, nobody hit the mother load. So I was pissed, uh, and then I decided <laughs> to catch up on some movies. I was gonna watch Argo. And then I'm like, nah, my brain, I kind of want a no-brainer. So then I, I rented Skyfall. And the whole time I'm watching Skyfall, I was looking at Daniel Craig. And I was saying this out loud. I'm like, I need to get in Daniel Craig shape. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, wow. like, because he's not overly big, but yet he just, you just look at him and go, he, he would kind of, he would fuck up some stuff. He looks like a walking muscle. Like, yeah, so then I'm like, how tall is he? Maybe because, you know, like some people are really short and you can like shred up pretty easy if you're like 5'6". You know, yeah. and then so then I uh, my wife looks online and goes, he's like 5'10". I'm like, oh, he's my he's my height. I go, well, you know, how much does he weigh? And then she's like, he's like 170. I'm like, ah, he's exactly my size. Why does he look that much bigger than me? Right. So then uh, he was doing something else. And I go, this is a cool fight scene. And then, so I throw out some, I kind of think Daniel Craig is kind of a badass, you know, yes. scenarios. Well, then, he is. And then my wife pulls up an article. I, I tried to find the one that she pulled up, uh, but I couldn't find it, where basically the article was Skyfall, the James Bond movie, was made for chicks and gay guys. So if you were into <laughs> it, and then the article is basically like, if you're into Daniel Craig, and your guy is announcing how much he likes Daniel Craig. He's gay. And I'm literally talking about Daniel Craig the entire movie going, my <laughs> eyebrows, I have old man eyebrows like him. Look at his eyebrows. are bu- my, my hair, if I cut my hair that short, I totally, I can pull off an Daniel Craig. Like, I was obsessed with him. And then she pulls out this article about how it's, like, homoerotic and it, it's, uh-huh. it's gay. And then... I, there's like one scene that was it was kind of gay in there, but that's not even what I was talking about. And then I go, she goes, well, that's I think. How did my wife say it? She goes, um, well, they, I'll, yeah, okay. she she's no, she was talking. About, I don't know what the what the connection. She was talking about porn, about well, there's not porn that's like older women going after younger guys, and I didn't want to let her know that I know that. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, every milf. Yeah, there's there's a lot of that. <laughs> But uh, the the gay thing, I'm like, I don't I don't know if that's it, that's gay. Looking at an action hero going, well, I wish I, I could gonna... be that. Isn't that kind of what you do as a guy? Oh, oh, I said I go da- Jason Bourne. I go a lot of guys watch like Bourne Identity, and they're yeah. like, man, I wish I could be Jason Bourne for a day. And she's like, well, he never had his shirt off during you know Jason Bourne, like the whole James. But like, yeah, but every James Bond guy. Yeah. I don't know. Well, you've always wanted, I mean, yeah, James Bond's iconic, you know. Um, well, I was going to take your side that it's like, that's ridiculous and it's not gay <laughs> and all that stuff until you said eyebrows. And <laughs> right, is that what I turned? I jumped. Sh- I jumped. Well, because I have crazy guy, like older, like my eyebrows are going like insane. So yeah. I always try to shave them so, to, so they don't look old manish. And then right. there was a close up of his face. And I went, hey, his, his eyebrows are all over the place. So that might be a little. Honestly, is dude, that a I, little gay? I or saw that... the movie and now I know exactly what you're talking about because I do remember thinking to myself, yeah, his eyebrows are not perfect. There's, there's like <laughs> I know. hair coming out this end and over here. Oh, that's so funny. See? Dude, gay. Well, I think that's dumb, though. I mean, that's obviously uh, not true. That's just, that's dumb to say that. You know, we're gay. We're gay because we like James Bond. That, we're, we're that's like I can't envious. find the exact um, thing. Uh, the, the exact thing was basically that the movie was made for chicks and gay men. And there's there's one scene where he touches the guy's like. So that's the that's what you pull out. You know? Yeah. I liked it. By the way, I'm who wrote? Uh, was that article written by your wife? By the way, just trying to call you gay. 
<laughs> yeah, I think sometimes she just tries to uh, keep me down and stuff like that. But that was, I, I think actually, on, on uh, if we're going to do Heifer and Reap movie uh, reviews, I think that was one of the better James Bond movies I've seen in a while. Because James Bond got his ass kicked. Like all the other movies, James Bond yeah. never gets his ass kicked. He never gets shot. He never gets beat up. Yeah. Uh, this one, he kind of, you know. I could, honestly, <clears throat> I got that uh, movie in a hotel room late. Um, one night, and um, I had to get up early on the why I got it. I was just like, well, let me check it out. I didn't finish it. I fell asleep. So, And it was a good movie. It wasn't that I fell asleep because it was boring. It was because I was so tired. Um, so I need to finish that movie. Um, so I, I, I have to like watch it again, I guess. I'll pay for it again. You can see my just, to see my boyfriend on on the big screen. Yeah, check it out and just see. And uh, tell me what kind of eyeliner you think he uses. Because <laughs> that's uh, definitely... Yeah. Um, Definitely. Well, speaking of eyebrows, though, okay? <laughs> let's, let's get back to this for a second. All right. Uh, I'm 40. You're 41. In case like the guys from our audition from yesterday are listening, and then uh, I'm 34 and you're 29. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Well, do you. Boy, uh, do we drink. We get fucked up. Hell yeah, I'm a man. Because that's going to make a difference <laughs> on a show that has nothing to do with booze. If I light a, uh, a charcoal grill, I use a flamethrower <laughs> to do it. By God, um, yeah, no. Okay, so do you remember like the first time or how old you were when your eyebrows you you start you started getting like what that one thick rogue hair that came out like a damn antenna? Like, do you remember when that happened? How it's, old you it's were? Coming, it's coming. It's coming up uh, more in the last year or two. But I've also noticed that when you shave, you ever like I have to shave higher than I've ever had to shave before. Like, my, my yeah. stuff has never made it past my cheekbone, but now right. there's, like, this row, there's, like, a whole row that's taking place almost uh-huh. right underneath my eye. I don't know if that's an old guy thing or I, well, I think never it, happened. Well, I think, yeah, it definitely is, but uh, my, I remember, like, looking to the mirror one time and seeing one, one eyebrow that was thicker than the rest, and it was a darker color, and I'm like, huh, well, that's weird. Let me get, poop, I just plucked it. Then fast forward, now... A couple of years later, there's, a, there's several of them. Anyway, I'm getting my hair cut, and this this offended me a little bit. I'm at a supercut somewhere getting my hair cut. Dropping the cash. Look at you. Supercuts! Because you're on a TV show. That's, uh, I, I can that's do what that. I do. You can hit those hidey-toity places. I was going to go to Master Cuts, but I don't like them. <laughs> I went to Supercuts, $7. And I'm getting my hair cut, and the lady goes, uh, oh, let me get your eyebrows. Bzz, bzz. Like takes the clippers and just goes bzz, bzz, like just trims right. them, and I'm like, whoa, what are you? No, what are you doing? I'm like, that's that's pretty offensive in a way. It's it's almost saying like, okay, I'm done cutting your hair, but I've also noticed noticed that your eyebrows are ridiculous, and I'm gonna take care of that for you without even ask. you know what I mean? It's like it's it's kind of a slap in the face. Don't you think? Well, she didn't like pinch your, you know, love handles and go, "Look at this. You should." It's the same thing. You should start running. It's the same. I don't know why thing. she sounded gay all of a sudden. I'm just thinking well, of Daniel Craig. Female, it was a female voice. Yeah, yeah, more, more so. You know what? It's funny when we do a podcast now. Uh, now uh, you uploaded a video of some dude eating carrots. While, yeah. while he was listening to our podcast. Yeah. And the guy looked super bored, and yeah. I, I don't think he cracked a smile once. Right. But it was the whole podcast, I think. Yeah, so now when we do podcasts, I just think about the carrot-eating guy. You think of the guy eating carrots? Well, let's give that guy a shout-out right now. Sir, um, how's the carrots? How's the eye? Yeah. I think he had eye problems. I think like, he thought he could fix his eyes if he just ate tons of carrots. Yeah, it was weird. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's going to do it. Maybe don't sit so close to the computer screen. 
<laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> because always because that's always a thing with the, with the podcast. Is you go, okay, you you, you want it to be funny. But this sometimes it's just informational. Other, it's just time, other times it it's funny. And this particular podcast, uh, you're in your underwear in your bedroom. I'm locked away from everybody in my house and mine. And you know, it is what it is. Right. Exactly. So. Uh, but that is weird. I don't know why. Uh, he did that on a couple other shows too. Like it wasn't just our show. He was like, that's his look, thing. He, he yeah. He carrot, e- eating eating guy eats carrots, watches the podcast, records himself doing it. That's it. That's his thing. I wish we, uh, we could get other people to do that. It's just uh, almost like a Harlem um, shake. Oh, it's just yeah. people just doing stuff while we're in the background. How the hell did that come about, the Harlem shake? I want to do one. I don't, we should. I, I don't care what anyone says. I, I think it. I watched them all. I think it's hilarious. That you see people straight-laced. They're not doing anything. And, yep. then, and then there's just craziness uh, going on. Um, we need to I'm do a fan. The, the Heffern and Reap shake. Uh, yeah, it's a little different. One. Well, I'm actually going to do the the hickory shake, and uh, what that is is when I say hickory, I shake my head. And my acting, I'm from hickory, and I shake my head. <laughs> and so what I'm going to do is uh, uh, my own viral video called the hickory shake. It's the same song, but it's going to be like played by like uh, a banjo or something. So it's going to go ding 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 <laughs> uh, I have a, a website. I have uh, people will do anything playing banjos. You could probably get that done. If oh, you nice. Go, go to ours. By the way, you, you notice I was listening to some podcasts. Um, I think we're trendsenders. I've listened to some podcasts that never had some of the elements that we've had. And Wait, did you say trendsenders or trendsetters? I meant to say setters, but I maybe said senders. Okay, I like well, both some, of those will work. Some people have uh, some of our same voice guys. Those bastards. I thought I had an exclusive thing. There's some people who have intro songs that are sang by the same people we have. Oh, is that right? Yeah. That's, that's funny. That's where movers and shakers, John Rape. We're movers and shakers. Um, how about this? How about I go deal with some life right now? Can I do one thing? Uh, sure, are you, perfect. Are you, want, are you want to wrap this up? Sure, why not? Because we're already at, you know, now I'm thinking of third shift workers and the carrot yeah. guy. I just want to – and this is not funny. This is a sad thing that happened. You know, oh, when, yeah, I was, yeah. when I was in uh, North Carolina, right. um, I did two shows, one in Holly Springs and one in Newton. Newton is right next to Hickory. Um, and these were theater gigs. And when you do theater gigs, you have to bring your own opener because theaters don't supply them like comedy clubs do. When you go there, there's already a feature guy. And you just tell them, you know, don't say this or be clean or knock them dead, don't suck, whatever it is. Right. Um, but when you do theaters, you get to bring your own guy. And I've been bringing the same guy uh, for a couple years uh, when I can. A guy named Brian E. Kiley. Uh, very nice guy, very funny guy. Uh, he was clean, and he would, he, he would always do really well with the crowds. And I love this guy. And right. I'm sad to say that his life was taken, cut short. He died. Yeah, uh, in a in a car wreck, driving back to the Raleigh airport, hit by a drunk driver, and was ejected from his car. And uh, they say he died instantly, but it's just a really really sad thing. And if there's anyone listening who knows Brian E. Kiley or has seen him open up for me before, um, you know, I just want to give him a shout out because uh, he deserved to be remembered. Uh, he is a really sweet guy. I tell you the whole story, man, because he flew into. Uh, Raleigh rented a car and then I flew into Charlotte and rented a car and our first gig was in the Raleigh area 
So he just went straight from the airport to the hotel, and right. I drove all the way from Charlotte, which is like it's like a three-hour drive, roughly, to the Raleigh area, right? So we did a show that night, and then the next night we drove separately to the Charlotte area, uh, Hickory area, Newton, mm -hmm. and did a show, and then I had went to that show with my parents. My parents said they want to come, and I'll just ride with them. And then after the show, they left early because I still had to get paid, pay Brian, uh, sell merch, that kind of stuff. So Brian was my ride. Brian drove me uh, home, and then he dropped me off, and he was going to drive that night all the way back to Raleigh because he had an early flight to catch. So Ugh. he did a lot of driving, and the comedians, we do that. We drive a lot, you know, especially at night. And it was like a Saturday night. So he dropped me off, and the last thing I said was like, okay, buddy, I'll see you in Tennessee because he was going to open up for me in Nashville when I go there and uh, drive safe. And uh, I said, you're, you're a good guy or something like that. And that was the last thing I said to him. And then I got a phone call the next day saying he uh, – uh. Died in a car crash. And it's such a, it's, it's because you, you leave, you know, after shows all the time and people always say, well, be careful. There's, there's people who are drunks out there and you never, ever really go, yeah, you're right. There are drunks. I'll stay. That's right. never, you rarely ever go. Yeah. Nah, it's not gonna. And then to have the guy die from some fuck face who was drunk driving. You yeah. know, and, and it sounds like you've heard Don't Drink and Drive probably since you were a kid. And it's one of those things where it's just, God, you're at, you know, we're in a bar business, but you're just at a bar and you go, you're feeling good and you have one or two shots and then, you know, you're officially yeah. drunk and then you fucking smash into somebody leaving. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's and really, it's always... really shitty. I know a guy who um, every time he goes out, it, he gets a car. He gets a car service, and he goes, and it costs him a little, you know, a few extra bucks to yeah. have the night, and this guy waits in a parking lot, you yeah. know, and he goes out with a bunch of friends. So gotta, I've done that before here with my wife. We've done that before. And it's the greatest, yeah, you go, well, that's kind of expensive. Or what's the opposite way to handle it? You, you kill somebody or, or you die? I mean, it's not – it's insurance to make sure that – it just sucks, dude, especially that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's, and it's always the case, too. You know, not that I wish ill on anyone, but but Nothing. the guy who hit Brian is fine. Yeah, Both course. cars flipped. The drunk guy has minor injuries. The guy totally sober, who, by the way, Brian doesn't even drink. Okay. Uh. And this dude, Brian had just like, was he was a big guy. He was just getting his health together. He was losing weight. He just got married past this past October to a, a beautiful uh, lady who ha also had a child. And uh, he basically had a stepdaughter. Um, and, and that guy dies, but the guy who drunk, uh, and made a bad decision lives, uh, to, it, it's going to be a, a, a class B or he, he's getting up on felony charges. This right, guy. right. Um, but yeah, if I could say anything, don't drink and drive. It's always cheaper. If you think about the consequences to just get a cab, hit your ride. Freaking walk home. Call a tow truck and have them tow your car home. Pay the guy something. I yeah, mean, yeah. any anything, anything. It's just sad, dude. So yeah. I wanted to. I just wanted to give Brian, you know, a little rest in peace, my friend. Uh, you will be missed. And there is a memorial fund set up 
which we'll put up on the website. If you knew Brian and want to help out his, he leaves behind a wife and his stepdaughter. Uh, you know, John, you know, this as comedians, we don't make a lot of money till you get to a certain level. And, uh, and Brian wasn't quite at that level yet. He could have made it. Um, but you know, their family could use some help. So if you feel like you want to do something nice, go to heffernandreap.com. I'll have a link up there of, of how to help out Brian if you feel like it. Perfect. Thank and also, uh, you know, on that note, it sounds, you know, anytime you, you talk like this, it's, you know, some people take it as cheesy. But it's also a, a good reminder of uh, people who are in your life aren't guaranteed to, to be there. So every it's, once in a while. I've never had more shocking news than this. Oh, okay. I mean, a yeah, guy yeah. calls me up and says, and he's crying. And, and I'm like, what, what, what's, what's going on? He's like, dude, Brian, he died in a car wreck last night. And I was just, I was sitting in my rental car going like, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck are you saying to me? Right. Like this news, I've never la- had something like that as shocking happen to me in my life. So it's crazy, man. You've been through it with, you know, your mom. Yeah, yeah. But it's just, you know, sometimes the reminders, I mean, you know, that story aside, but, you know, we're all always, you know, one phone call away from dropping us to our knees, whatever that yeah. phone call it is, or right. one doctor visit away. Right. So sometimes you just have to keep that in perspective just yeah. to kind of keep yourself on track. So even when shit gets shitty and and you're bummed and you're like, I don't know, my life sucks right now and blah, 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 blah. Listen, it could always get worse. So, you know. Right. Yeah. So make friends with the fight, right? That's right. Thank you. And also, uh, don't forget to uh, pick out – by the way, I'm completely subject-changing it right now. Go ahead. Um, go uh, make sure you check out uh, heffernreap.com. If you haven't had any uh, past episodes, we always appreciate uh, you guys listening and seeing us after our shows and uh, saying, what's up? To us, we need a handshake. Yeah. We need wristbands um, and stuff yeah. like that. You know what I mean? I, I think because we've been traveling, John Reap, that uh, you know we've kind of put uh, Heffern and Reap. Just you know, like we we'll get to it when we can. I, yeah. I think we need to uh, put it back in, in the front burner right here. Uh, I agree, we, we, John. We, and now that we need uh, to conquer the world. Uh, now that I'm done doing pu- publicity mood. Now publicity that you're done doing show. your television show that you got. I can uh, I can be more focused on this and yeah we do need because I'm sick uh, of carrying you basically <laughs> we do need a handshake or something um, we're working on wristbands I really want to do wristbands I don't care what what people say we need some type of fashionable Heffern and oh, Reap wristbands they don't even have say. to have our names on them they could yeah. just have some type of symbol we need a Prince type we need a Heffern and Rimp uh, logo Rimp Reap, that's maybe why I didn't get the shows because I, I can't even say uh, your name. We need like a cool logo that just, you know, yeah, means something cool. Yeah, so if you know. have an idea for a logo, uh, send it to us on our website. You can tweet us. Uh, actually, you know, uh, the, the last episode I think we did together, I said, you know what? Hey, sometimes we have comp tickets and we're in a town. We don't know anybody and they just go to waste. So, hey, it never hurts to ask. If you just want to free tickets, go to our website, Heffern and Reap. You know, ask us a question. Say, hey, can I have free tickets to this show? You might get one. And as a fact, a guy did that in Cartersville, Georgia, and I'm giving him free tickets. I had a guy do that wherever I was a couple weeks ago. He said, dude, I know you said it, and I think he felt dumb asking, but I was like, yeah, dude, I get, I get free comps all the time at comic clubs. I have no problem giving tickets away. Yeah, especially, so- especially if you're, if you're a loyal fan. Why exactly. not, man? I'll put that money in your pocket, and then you do something dumb with it. Buy, buy yourself a new video game or something. Yeah, perfect. Everybody, we appreciate it. This has been another episode of 
the John Heffron <laughs> and John Diamond Reap Show. Go, go. I always feel safe. I always feel like my kids can listen. Most definitely. Uh, it's awesome. It's just clean family fun. This is the Heffron and Reap Show.